uh, practicing Buddhism is about being a mindless, um, uh, happy jackass. And that's not really the case. I mean, it seems like it from the outside looking in. It seems like, you know, why is this jackass happy all the time? Does he know what's going on in the world? Does he know that, like, some baby is dying out there? You, you know this jackass? Is like, there's a fucking... There's somebody in a car accident. There's there's a hippo dead. There's there's a dead elephant. You know, why are you happy? And, and it's just so simple. He's like, I'm happy because I accept what I have no control over. And now that I accept how I have no control over, I can actually work on what I do have control over. And that is myself. That is my reaction towards things I have no control over. And now that I have complete control over my own self I'm able to actually focus on what I can do in life to make things better hello got it recording this is Al of NFGF nfgfmusic.com now nfgf.me slash blog to check out the blogs there's a lot to talk about and there seems to be a lot of negativity going on and I understand that Right now, what I'm working on to get people out of that by having a conversation that's more philosophical and more in tune with the self. So, big changes. So, keep on track with the show notes and uh, facing the shadow. So, in uh, a lot of Eastern philosophy, I guess I could go into uh, philosophy in general, there's uh, there's an aspect of the shadow. So, that would actually, interestingly enough... It talks about that in Star Wars too. So the shadow in Star Wars is generally the Sith Lord. So the person who actually kills the Sith Lord becomes the Sith Lord, which is a very interesting topic. Because that has to do with um with what you kill you become or because the shadow is us. And once we kill the shadow, we become our shadow. So it's actually fighting. I was just listening to a podcast of how um how he had this uh, this guy had a psychedelic experience and he was trying to fight his shadow and he just kind of surrendered and when he surrendered he actually had more control over his uh his what what people call it dark side and really it's a it's a perception of what some people call uh called dark and light and uh a lot of people are resistant to that side so that's what's going on with uh with the present moment so what's going on with me exactly i'm doing the same thing you know i'm working through my uh i'm working through my shadow through uh through meditations and it's just diving into the subconscious mind and stuff that i buried like you know maybe like a while ago and just like you know it's like oh wow i didn't know i didn't know about that about myself you know it's um so uh, for example recently i dug up some, uh, a fact that uh i had something that was like a trauma i guess um in middle school it was very interesting that uh that i was in a special education school because for the fact that i have add they decided to put me in a special ed school for eighth grade. And so I was in the sitting in class and there is some interesting kids in that class. So there's this kid in the back of the classroom who's, who just like a new kid just walks in and, you know, he seems really calm, you know, normal. And then he just, um, then he just goes crazy and throws a chair in the back of the classroom, breaking a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, hey, Dizzy. I'm going to wave hi to Dizzy. 
So this kid, this kid uh, throws throws a chair at the back of class, and I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> I have to be in this class with this kid. Now, how am I gonna survive this? So that's actually when I actually got into uh, more training at the gym with my brother. That was a good stress reliever. But um, I found out that was actually a um aspect of something I dug up from from uh, just watching people that are just uh, happy about uh that are just like dancing around and stuff. It kind of like brings me back to that moment in middle school all the time. I was like, oh, that's why. That's probably one reason why I don't like people that are uh, so um so outgoing. It's like, you know, I I thought about that. It's like, why do people that are so outgoing and just like you know they're just celebrating life. You know, they're dancing around. You know, they they uh. You, you know, they're not hurting anyone. I, was, I thought about it. I was like, oh, you know, because that kid that, like, um went totally crazy in class randomly and my adrenaline was pumping during that time. You know, I actually started to make, you know, that, you know, and that kid did the same thing. You know, he was happy, but, like, he had these moments of craziness where he just um tip over desk and threw chairs. And, you know, that was pretty frightening, uh... <laughs> that was definitely pretty frightening for me uh, to be in that class, but there's like certain triggers that um that come up uh, like uh that actually I'm able to work with like during meditation, I'm able to actually dig up what I find that is uh extremely interesting, and then then I let it go, and it's like uh, you know it just doesn't bother me anymore. You know, it's kind of like working with it. And a lot of uh, what I used to do is just like try to repress like all the all the like dark stuff so I, I would like um you know maybe drink or uh you know maybe uh just hang out with friends I never get alone time but then I got alone time then uh when I got alone time when all my friends left me that's actually the best thing that ever happened to me is like when my uh when friends left me Hey Dizzy, I'm actually answering questions today, so if you got any questions, uh, ask me anything right there with heart. I put a heart there because uh, I know it's making people angry. Haters hate hearts. I love hearts. So, I'm on Instagram Live too, so I'm talking to people on the Instagram Live. You catch uh, Al of NFGF. So, facing the the shadow aspect of the self is like... um, is actually just sitting alone and you know because a lot of people think uh meditation and uh being uh practicing buddhism is about being a mindless um a happy jackass and that's not really the case i mean it seems like it from the outside looking in it seems like you know why is this jackass happy all the time does he know what's going on in the world does he know that like some baby is dying out there you you know this jackass is like there's a fucking there's somebody in a car accident. There's, there's a hippo dead. There's, there's a dead elephant. You know why are you happy? And, and it's just so simple. He's like, I'm happy because I accept what I have no control over. And now that I accept how I have no control over, I can actually work on what I do have control over, and that is myself. That is my reaction towards things I have no control over. And now that I have complete control over my own self I'm able to actually focus on what I can do in life to make things better and that is a part of facing the shadow and uh and that 
that that is all uh, that is aspect of uh eastern a lot of eastern foundations of philosophy along with eastern philosophy it seems like a lot of philosophy mirrors each other it seems like eastern philosophy is what really touches down on the subject and from my what i notice not from what i actually know because i don't study a lot of western philosophers they kind of like touch down the same subjects but like kind of beat around a little bit on the subject you even get that um aspect from uh um i don't know remember what you call it but the aspect that believing that like uh god is everything and everything is god we just come down to the earth so we could pretty much uh be god experiencing god the good and the bad so god just got bored one day and you know he just wanted duality and so he created um he created duality on earth so he created duality in, in the universe he created the yin yang and uh all this stuff uh masculine feminine and he just wanted to experience himself so there's the ideal of i forgot what this is called some sort of religion religious ideal haters also hate rainbows i love rainbows i love rainbows too thank you uh, thanks dizzy Okay, before I get too off topic, so I don't remember what it was called, but God pretty much came here to experience himself. So if in that ideal, through it's very psychedelic that that um experiencing psychedelics and not even that, just like a full Kundalini experience from meditation was even more psychedelic than psychedelics itself, and you kinda get that experience of oneness is like you know, there's no separation of the self. There's no separation from me from the dark side. There's no separation from me from what I consider dark or light. You know, there's no separation. And um, it says, even said it in uh, Thick Not Han's book, uh, what he talks about in in his book, um, The Art of Living, I believe it was called. Don't quote me on that. But Thick Not Hans said, you know, he is the you know the person he is the antagonist and he found out he is not just the antagonist he is also the protagonist oh cool how's it going dean so thick not hans book uh is i believe it's called uh i believe it's called the art of living so he talks about pretty much in this chapter about how he was uh really upset about these pirates that uh that killed his family uh not not his family uh, he killed the pirates killed a family right so he was talking about that subject and he he just said he remembered how angry he was about the pirates and when he um when he actually when Thicknot Han actually sat with um sat by himself you know he was told to I guess he was told to like uh, sit with these feelings and uh, meditate for a little bit oh cool how's it going uh. Vic, saying hi to people on Instagram. So, and uh, I'm glad you're still tuning in. Light and shade, uh, shade create from form. Oh yeah, light and shade create form. <laughs> My terrible reading. So, Thich Nhat Hanh sat with this, and in meditation, he realized he is that pirate that massacred that family on the boat. He is that family. So that's that's like the empathy. The imp- empathy connects us, and uh, the more empathy that we have with one another, the more connected we are. And that's from my experience with uh, meditation. 
And then that's where the ideal of uh, God just experiencing God is, is like uh, is like actually through empathy too, because we kind of feel that. And that's I wonder I wa- I wonder if this has to do with um the belief of uh creation is uh has to do with a lot of uh I don't know uh, I don't want to say empathy because there's a lot of unempathetic people who believe in a uh, source of creation, which uh which is interesting. I got books right here. I got books on books. If you've seen my bookshelf, I have literally like um I have countless books. I have a shelf over here, a shelf over there, and on they're all on psychology, different religions, uh atheism, uh you know, Buddhism, Hinduism, uh Wicca, it's got um, you know, the Bible, I got like all this stuff. And um so I, I really I really like digging into these topics because they kinda all sort of uh mirror each other with the positive stories of and uh and whatever it may be or whatever people have inside themselves they interpret the stories in their own meaning and that's what we kind of do we have a cognitive bias i guess it's a inform- i guess it's called information bias where we kind of interpret meanings in our own way and i feel like i do that a lot too you know we're only i'm only cherry picking the stuff on an unconscious level that I actually want to hear. <laughs> so it's, I'm not like, I'm not, it's like you're, we're not hearing other people when we do this. So I'm working really hard on myself. I'm not taking any calls right now because I'm working on myself. I feel like I could be, uh, if I feel like I'm in a reactive state, I will actually sit with these emotions and what happens what you'll know what I'll notice what generally happens is like during meditation or the process of letting go the ego will just like struggle and you know when the ego struggles it just gets really like pissed off and like ah you know it's just like this fucking sucks and then uh then you just kind of breathe and let go like oh that's ego they recognize you oh proud of your work working on yourself oh yeah of course i'm uh i'm uh we're working progress might as well work on ourselves you know or me personally um i shouldn't say us i guess i i do my best um i'm always every it's a lot of people say i'm um say this but like um i i kind of just like i've been working on myself since 2013 so it's kind of normal for me (laughs) and being an introvert kind of helps with that so let's see to get back on topic i was talking about god experiencing god so there's one one uh very interesting uh philosophies so the experience in the shadow so we're uh so i have all these books that talk about this stuff and i i read i really read books on um i have this like psychology textbook by laura a king so I was digging into that a little bit, and that has to do with the mind. So what happens during this meditation process a lot of times is that people, me personally, that I will, the mind will go everywhere. They call that monkey mind in Buddhism. And the ego will try to struggle. So the ideal of the ego, mind, body, and spirit are being are separate, and we could kind of view all four of those things. And uh, the egoic mind kind of resists, so it's it's resisting, you know, it's inputting its uh, opinion on itself, 
It's conceptualizing the universe so it could understand the universe. So I breathe, so I get back into my body. I feel my feelings. So I bet I get so when I feel I I then I go like then it's like spirit then the spirit is like as Ramdas says is the observer. So Ramdas is like us uh, talks about <clears throat> how we're like how people think they're they are the pieces on the monopoly board. We think we are the thimble. We think we are the top hat on the monopoly board, but. The fact is, we're the player, and he describes the player as being the witness or like a consciousness. So it's, it's it's like viewing that. Then after a while of viewing, and just like going along with the breath and just breathing, and then like the ego calms down a little bit. You know, it could take time. It's like it just like bounces around like a monkey. You think it's like the fucking end of the world, or at least that's my experience. So, and uh, then eventually I just uh, breathe. Then I actually get back to the present moment. I'm like, oh, there it is. You know, it's actually not that bad. Um, and then I'll, I focus on what I'm grateful for. Now I'm actually to able to refocus on the present moment. And uh, Thich Nhat Hanh actually says, um, you know, people ask him uh, what happens when I die, and he he says, um, "What happens when you don't die?" <laughs> because we're always we're always missing that present moment. So there's a there's an interesting thing it's that um, interesting topic that I learned about, especially in Buddhism, is learning a lot. Of, been tuning into a lot of Thich Nhat Hanh. I'm gonna read the Instagram real quick. No one is without flaws. I have plenty of flaws myself. I'm back in the therapy working on myself too that's awesome what are your thoughts on dc having on been on fire well like um like i was saying um is uh i'm unable to help anybody i'm unable to change anything unless i change the world inside myself then uh, then i'm able to actually change the ex uh, help change the external environment so it's always the self first so it's um I think I found it kind of predictable because of how how we are as westerners never give up you know never surrender you know that's how we're taught and like the east is like just surrender you know what's the rush we're already here we already arrived <laughs> so it's like we got have to have a balance of both so and too much too much fire is the uh, masculine so too much fire is masculine, and that leads to more um, pro action, productive action. And too much water is feminine, and that leads to less productivity, which leans towards more Eastern philosophy, I guess. So it's kind of the balance between the two. So for if I want to actually, for me personally, if I'm in a reactive state... I would actually, I mean, me personally, I'm not talking about anybody else. Um, this is what I do. I kind, I sit alone by myself, and I sit, I sit with me on my emotions. You know, I sit with my emotions. Oh, cool. How's it going, Insta? I don't know your actual name. I just got your avatar screen name right here. So I just kind of like sit with these emotions, and uh, I feel them. You know, and I breathe. You know, I meditate, you know, my mind will go everywhere sometimes, you know, I get the fucking monkey mind that just like, you know, it wants to get distracted by everything. 
And uh, then I just let go and I just refocus on my breath. Then eventually, it's just like I, I get deeper into my like um, information, like my subconscious information, just get deeper in my breath. Then I'm like, well, oh, this is where that came from. It's like, this is why I feel this way. Then now that I'm able to actually see the problem, get to the root of the problem, I'm actually able to work on the solution. And then I'm, and then when I come out of it, I, I feel, I feel better. I just, I just like, okay, I could, I could do something with a clear mind. And that's when I do action is when I'm clear headed and able this. I'm just talking about myself. Okay. Because this is the only way I know that feels right to me that I could actually get things done with a clear mind. So I let go of emotions that don't serve me the highest purpose possible. And then I create action with the best higher emotions that I could possibly do. You know, and uh, and there's like, um, I guess in the Tao Tai Ching, it says there's a time to be angry. There's a time to be happy. There's a time to be sad. There's a... There's a time to be behind. There's a time to be ahead. So all these things count too. But it's like the doubt is the middle way. So I want the middle way. You know, I don't want to be an empty, uh, you know, plank of wood all day. You know, just uh, lay there and, um, you know, just meditate. You know, it's like, you know, I'm just like meditating. You, you know, I'm, I don't want to just be in my room and go, um, you know, then I'm just umming off all day, you know? <laughs> I don't want to just um off all day, you know, just in there meditating. I actually want to, like, go out there and uh, actually be part of the hero's journey and um, and uh, take some action, whatever it may be. I'm bringing a little bit more Instagram comments. I'm glad these people tuned in even for a little bit. Some people leave. Let's see. Yep, the Tao has much wisdom. Yeah, that's that's uh that's kind of why I tune into it. You know, I I kind of you know I'm a human too, so I get pretty I get pretty uh lost with uh philosophy and and uh, whatever it may be, uh, maybe on the path. So a lot of times when I read the Tao, I actually get back on the path. It, it's like, and sometimes it's like taking notes on the Tao too because it gets some pretty good wisdom on wisdom on how I could actually live a better life so I could like live a better life not for myself but for people around me then I could actually lead by example so it's kind of stuff like that the middle way so I personally need to go to on a hike I read some of the Tao in college yeah I don't I don't know like um the the Tao Tai Ching in college um I mean I I they they probably have it in college, but it's it's like um, from what I've seen in Eastern philosophy texts in college is really, they do, they leave out pretty much everything and just get to the histories, <laughs> and it's just it's funny, but um you know it is what it is um, seems like they leave a lot a lot out, but um I don't know this is just from my my experience from textbooks from college textbooks, it could be different in different colleges or classes or whatever but anyways so i guess what i could do as of now is to work on the self work on the the self so that's what i've been doing especially in quarantine now that we um now that we have don't have much of a choice but to sit with the the emotional body might as well uh make friends with the self 
a lot of people are still resisting the self and you know that's okay because it's uh, the philosophy that uh, we're God experiencing God God uh, God's not gonna judge himself from that philosophy and it's a very interesting philosophy I wish I could actually look and look it up and tell you what it was but uh, actually I got that philosophy from uh, Paul check he he's um he's into shamanism and uh, stuff like that so he talks about all sorts of like uh uh, religion, uh, philosophy, uh, spiritual practices, and uh, he's also a um, what do you call it? Not not like a meathead, but a somebody that that actually is about health. There we go. So I tune to people like that, and it's uh, for me. It's definitely important that you tune into Lao Tzu. I had a philosophy class that was. Oh yeah, that's good. That's awesome. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and end with this. Uh, if there's something that we could work on, or me personally, I'm going to, um, I'm going, I mean, people could do it too, you know. I'm going to work on myself, do more meditation, which I, you know, some days I'm really good at it, some days not so. And do more of that, I'm actually being more motivated in my Buddhist practice. So, I'm looking forward to advance more in my Buddhist practice of, uh, Nonviolent communication and behavior, and that itself is very interesting because you know I there I get, you know there could be a fly on my food and I just want to kill that fucker, you know and so I could practice and accept it and say of course, you know was it's the ideal of like the karmatic situation that I put on myself or that one person may put on themselves by. Killing, uh, purposely killing a fly or a bug or whatever it may be. So I'm looking to, looking to get more into that philosophy. And uh, let's see. No, yeah, I do feel that. Like uh, me personally, I just read somebody um, dizzy wants to get over some this uh, this obstacle, and I do agree with that. Um, me personally, I'd like to get over uh, sadness. Uh, well. It's it's to get over it is to actually accept it fully as a, a natural human emotion. We were taught in the West to not cry. So no, oh, don't cry. Stop crying. You know. And uh, what do we do? Well, me personally, what I did is actually repressed it. And now sometimes when I'm around some family members, it's hard for me to actually release emotions. Now I get this emotional clog, which is very interesting. And I found out, you know, that's being told from like, you know, don't cry. And all this stuff, and so that can that can lead to uh, oppressing emotions. I guess it's called uh, or repressing. A, I don't know. I'm not the smartest cat in the world, but um, I just read a lot of books. I'm a nerd. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, I hope everybody has a good day. If I have more to talk about and uh, more wisdom, I guess um, if you could get out of this, uh, if if you like to learn how to practice um, mindfulness, uh, Thich Nhat Hanh is definitely the guy. It's a really hard name to pronounce. I do apologize about that. It's Vietnamese, um, but he's got a book called The Art of Living, and uh, I guess another book called The Art of Communication, I believe. So I have to figure that out. So everybody have a nice day. Take care. Love you. Peace.